It's now time for the Rural News with Kim Moody in Ōtautahi Christchurch. And Kim, New Zealand's sharing team fleeced the Trans-Tasman competition. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, they did. Our blade sharers and wool handlers took out the top spot in their disciplines at the competition in Victoria at the weekend. Blade sharers Tony Dobbs and Alan Oldfield shore three merino sheep in 15 minutes and 22 seconds and 12 minutes and 42 seconds respectively. Mr Dobbs, who has won over 100 blade sharing titles, says it's great to get another win under his belt. To beat the Aussies on their own shore is always tops it off, you know, and um, is it a lot of pressure on you because when you pull a black singlet on you want it to form properly and um, you're not doing it for yourself anymore it's for your country and you feel you're letting everybody down if you don't front up on the day and do it right. Tony Dobbs has a clean slate of 14 wins at, at the Trans-Tasman events. I said to myself well, I suppose it's seven years ago I said they won't beat us on my watch but they're getting very close now yeah they're, you know, they're improving all the time and it is always hard to beat them on home soil. There's a lot of things going on behind scenes and they'll try and improve the odds of their people winning. Shall we say that? (laughs) Team manager Greg Stewart says the highlight of the competition for him was watching wool handlers Kushla Abraham and Angela Stevens compete on the international stage for the first time. He says the rookies scored a stunning win over two vastly experienced Australian teams. So on the first day they competed in the Bendigo competition itself and it was quite a learning experience for them. There's a few different, they've got a few different rules and a few different, they don't quite prepare the fleeces the same as what we do here in New Zealand, especially the Merino stuff. But they went out there and really performed very, very well. I was very proud of them. Uh, they won. No, they, yeah, the girls went really well and they, they, they won by a margin of six points. Greg Stewart says it was a different story for the machine sharers who struggled to place against the Aussie teams. The machine boys, Nathan and Leon and Stacey, they drew a couple of pens that were of real tough sheep. Uh, made it really, really, especially Stratty. He's usually pretty clean. There's not many times he comes out with the points that he got and we ended up getting quite a wee beating in the machine sharing. Mr Stewart says the machine sharers will be looking for redemption when Australian teams travel to Masterton in March to compete in the Golden Shares. To other news, the Foundation for Arable Research says it's too soon to know if the most recent incursions of fall armyworm in the North Island are indicative of a widespread, of a widespread problem. First discovered in New Zealand in March, it was hoped the winter period would kill off the pest, which can chew through more than 350 types of plants, grasses and crops. But the first positive identifications of fall armyworm for this season have been found in Kaitaia and Auckland. Foundation Chief Executive Alison Stewart says traps have been set up around the farms where the pest was found. I guess the next three or four weeks will tell us whether they were isolated incidents or you know it's much more extensive and that will then give us a clear idea of whether we're still in response mode trying to eradicate it or whether it's so extensive that we move into long-term management. So really, time will tell. Alison Stewart remains hopeful fall armyworm can be eradicated. Once we know the extent of the establishment and the spread of the pest, we'll have a better idea of the recommendations that we can make to growers you know, as we move forward through the season and into you know, next season 
if we're in long-term management, then it stops becoming a, you know, a GIE government response and it's then up to the industry to support the farmers in being able to manage it. That's Alison Stewart from the Foundation for Arable Research. Sheep farmers have had a boost from recent rainfall across the country, with many heading into summer with good feed levels on hand. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crode says that's taken the pressure off the store lamb market, but prices are still trending downwards. Farmers in most cases are heading into summer with good feed levels and now have those options available if they're unable to get uh, lamb or mutton processor space, uh, and that in itself is an issue that continues to worsen. There is still a lot of uncertainty around how low lamb schedules will go next year and this is often causing buyers to avoid those longer term store lambs. Uh, Instead we're finding they're favouring the more heavier terminal cross lambs uh, basically across the country. Crode says lambs are typically fetching between $3.20 and $3.60 a kilo in the paddock and at on-farm sales throughout the country. And just lastly, a group of primary school students in Australia have raised about $50,000 for their school after planting 85 hectares of wheat. The students from Hermadale Public School in New South Wales were hopeful to raise enough money for a trip to the beach. But as the ABC reports, their crop yielded enough grain to make 290,000 loaves of bread. The profits will be used for a school trip, but they might be able to get a bit further than the beach. That's the Rural News. Koe rā te porongo o te tai whenua.